Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome into the week two edition of the Wishbone Shotgun Podcast here on the Sports Insanity Network. I'm Mike Rifkin, joined as always by Noah Trumley, Adam Reader, Tom Russo. Gentlemen, we're a week into the season. How's everyone doing? I'm doing fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Really bad. Still dooming. It's doom and gloom for one side of this. It's two people are, are elated, two people are... And one of them, one of their teams won, and yet, but they're. <laughs> well, poor you. Poor you. <laughs> who's the depressed dog on Cartoon Network who's always just sad? Oh, um, courage? Courage? Not courage. No, he's the one that's always freaking out. The, the, the depressed <laughs> dog? I know. Yeah, he's a depressed animated dog. You mean Eeyore? I don't know if he was a dog. I mean, yeah, you mean Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh? What are you talking about? Hold on. I'm Googling. up about that. Oh, are you talking uh, about... Droopy. Huh? Oh, His name, droopy. I guess, is Droopy, this guy. Oh, Droopy, yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yes, I know. <laughs> depressed dog. He's a depressed dog. That's I all don't think he's depressed. He just is monotone. No, Adam's depressed. Look at him. He's no yeah, Snoopy. No Snoopy. <laughs> no Snoopy. <laughs> the, only, the only thing that raised my spirits is a Jimmy Garoppolo beatdown. <laughs> I, I was gonna go somewhere totally different with that, but I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay on the course <laughs> because we'll start with that game Monday night at MetLife. A lot of stuff and happened in that game. A lot of stuff went down. The guy on the cover of Madden stuck up the joint, and Tom Savior went down on the fourth play of the game. Oh, boy. When it's Aaron another year Rogers, in the Netherlands. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers goes down after a sack by Leonard Floyd, gets up, falls back down, goes to the sideline, then he's carted to the back, and then after the game, Robert Salas said it's not looking good. And then Tuesday morning, it was confirmed by every reporter. Aaron Rodgers has torn his Achilles, and he's done for the season. So, Tom, I'm going to give you the floor to express Uh, what's going on. Hopefully, I don't fall on it and tear my Achilles. (laughs) I mean, what can be said other than this was very devastating because the Jets last year were not that bad of a team. We know they were in a lot of their games. They it feel like this was the missing piece they needed was a quarterback. I mean, that's why they went out and did this. And for it to end before he even completes a pass is so, like, I get that people around the league want to laugh because it's just so, like, Jets. It's the most on-brand thing ever. And it was, it was literally like the 24th year anniversary of Vinny Testaverde in 1999 doing pretty much the same thing. The Jets were considered hot contenders that year. First game of the year, Vinny Testaverde tore his Achilles and missed the whole year. And then the Jets went on to have a pretty pathetic season. And uh, it's just history is repeating itself again. I mean, it's upsetting because we don't know what Rodgers would have been. I mean, we really don't know. Like, we had these worries about the offensive line. And, yeah, they were atrocious on that first drive. Big reason why Aaron got hurt. But if we really want to blame like anything, which I'm not going to blame anything, it, it really was just, I don't know why he held on to that ball as long as he did. The play was, he was supposed to get that ball out right away to Garrett Wilson, who was open. And he kind of just 
held on to it and took the sack. Uh, you know, Dwayne Brown went down to the ground to block. You know, there was supposed to be a quick throw. It didn't happen. Rodgers hesitated. Who knows for what reason? I mean, and the rest is history. And it's it's just really upsetting to Jets fans. It really was shocking for, you know, the whole hour after. Just like, okay, it's over, you know. Once we started seeing online, the Achilles kind of pop in in the videos. Twitter kind of realizing it was over. It was just really depressing. And the Jets winning was great and all. But, yeah, no one went to sleep happy that night. Nobody. This whole season was robbed from us, you know, just in the blink of an eye. Because that was the missing piece. The Jets are going to go 7-10 again if Zach Wilson is the quarterback. Mark my words. <laughs> okay, I guess that tees up the next conversation. We were kind of doing this before we started recording. It's where do the Jets go for quarterback play? And is it Zach Wilson? Well, apparently, he's going to start, which I get it. I mean, he's your backup. He's been with this team for two years now he was the second overall pick he's he's been a gigantic bust he's got to you know get his shot here but the Jets are without a doubt going to add some sort of veteran quarterback that will step in if Zach shits the bed which is a good chance he will and next week we'll talk about it tough defense he's going up against we were going to see Zach Wilson have his biggest challenge to date uh, next week that's what actually I was going to do I was going to bring that up in particular is like, I wonder if they said that because they know that this week's probably not going to be that pretty either way. So they're going to be talking to veterans and just in case that he stinks up the joint, they're going to have, Hey, we have Matt Ryan on speed dial just in case (laughs) if he wants to get ready for the following week, Hmm. something like that. But I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's there's, there's that kind of extreme option. There's um, I mean, we we talked a little bit about the show about like like how much more trade ammo do you want to put into this season, mm-hmm. like yeah. for another band aid, like or do, would you rather just sign a guy that's out there and, I mean if that if that guy exists I mean if 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 it is it's, it's a Carson Wentz it's a Cam Newton it's a Matt Ryan I mean yeah 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 I mean. This has, to, this has to be a veteran signing because you can't trade yet another thing now that I think about it because you trade so much for the Aaron Rodgers thing. Although the only good news, I guess, Tom, is that there's no first-round pick going now because Aaron Rodgers ain't going to play 70% of the snaps. Um, but, yeah, and first of all, like, th- this sucks. I mean, I'm not the biggest Aaron Rodgers fan, but I never want to see someone get hurt like this. It would And it would have been interesting to just see, like, what this team would be with Aaron Rodgers and – for it to go down this early. And, you know, we were talking about this before the show and it's like, you know, and he's, he says he's coming back, but I think as far as the NFL, we need to accept them. That might, that easily could have been the last play of Aaron Rodgers career because a torn Achilles at 38 years old, 39 years old, even that thing ain't, he's never going to be the same after that. So that, that unfortunately sucks. You know, you hate to see a quarterback, you know, you always want to see a great quarterback like this get the Peyton Manning treatment where they go out on top or they go out on their own terms at least and not, oh, he got injured and now he's just done. But it would have been fun to see what this team could have been with Aaron Rodgers. But as far as the future, I think you let Zach Wilson go, like just go, like just play the season until he really sinks it up and then bring in the veteran. Because it, it, 
the best case scenario out of this year, I think, for the Jets is like Zach Wilson takes a huge step up and like he shows a lot of promise. And it's like, oh, okay, maybe we can maybe we can give Zach Wilson a little of a, a mini prove it deal, like you know, whatever, two years, 20 million. Well, he's still gonna be under contract. So oh, okay, so he's still be under contract next year. So yeah, maybe you maybe Zach Wilson shows you enough this year to your, to where you're like, all right, all right, let's try one more year with Zach Wilson. Let's really let's really work on the offensive line. I think that'll be your big offseason project for the for the Jets to work on the offensive line and then see where we can go from there. Worst case scenario, it's it's get a new core. It's probably draft. So mm-hmm. Tom, correct me if I'm wrong. Joe Douglas is the GM who drafted Zach Wilson. Yes. Joe, so, Joe Douglas has created this whole thing. <laughs> I mean. So he had Zach Wilson has somebody in the room who will back him, and that's the GM. Hmm. Now the head uh-huh. coach publicly has to pump him up and say Zach's the starter for the rest of the year, yada yada yada. But until that moment, kind of the New England game last year when he said that I played pretty well when they lost ten to three. When that moment, <laughs> if that moment happens and he loses the room again like that, the stuff's gonna hit the fan. <laughs> and I'm—I don't mean WFAN. I mean the literal fan. I mean, you could see the Garrett Wilson's face in the huddle just like changed when Zach Wilson was in there versus Aaron. First drive, he was all like, "Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is my quarterback. Here we go." And then Zach Wilson out there, he looked like he saw a ghost, Garrett Wilson. I mean, he did catch a touchdown, but even that pass, what the hell? I don't know what that, that, that was. That was all Garrett Wilson. That Garrett was, Wilson had yeah. to basically tip it in the air and hope it landed in his hand, which he did. Just great concentration. And yeah, that was uh, fantastic. And probably won the Jets the game because they won't score that touchdown most likely. if And they have any other receiver there. Who the hell is going to tip that ball like that? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> so. Tom, we went over some of the guys. Who who's the person you would, I guess, target to be Zach Wilson's backup slash comrade in the quarterback room? It it is a tough question. And again, I really wouldn't want to give any draft capital up unless this was like a fifth, maybe sixth at the most, you know, to to give up for somebody to take a flyer. So I'd have to see what who cost who's going to cost that much and pick from those names. Uh, the name I actually do like a lot, realistically, is is Jacoby Brissett because I feel like he's a guy that you can plug in and he's going to hold his own. You know, the Jets can run the ball. We saw the Brees Hall, Dalvin Cook. I think that it's going to work. They can ground and pound. They can play tough defense. The Jets have made it very far with that combination. You know, it can be done, and he's a safe bet, I think. Um if you, but again, it's the draft capital. It's and also, do the commanders really want to get rid of a guy where they don't know if Sam Howell is, is is there? You know, guy yet? Would they really want to dump their safety valve? Because I think of Jacoby Brissett as one of the best backups in the league. Yeah, yeah. So I'll put his name out because I think it's realistic and could would put the Jets in a way better spot. And um, as far as getting Matt Ryan or Philip Rivers to come out of retirement, I don't know. It sounds like a they just, I feel like, won't be in the ready, and they're going to go behind that line and get taken down. I'm a little scared of those options. But if they want to come down, it costs you almost nothing. Why not? They can, of course, be the backup, too. Mm-hmm. Also, shout-out to Jameis Winston, just because we're picking at straws here. 
If you can get him dirt cheap somehow, it's probably better than Zach Wilson. I mean, it gets to the point where you're comparing these two. Yeah. It's almost like maybe I'd rather have Jameson. It's like at that point, you know. You just named five guys you'd rather. (laughs) The guy I think in that Brissett class to me is – is Trubisky. I think Trubisky's very solid. Like he's not gonna come in and just just puke all over him. So he's gonna be just just fine. And he'd be safer than than Zach Wilson. He's better than Zach Wilson for sure. Like he's just yeah, he one that I've definitely kind of forgotten about. Who is he backing up? Pittsburgh? Yeah, Pittsburgh. Yeah, he's still yeah. Pittsburgh. And yeah. and that's the thing too, is that with the Jets, and you know, we talked about this last year, is that if Brees Hall doesn't get injured, I think the Jets are very close to making the playoffs because that's the team that they are because they, all they need is just a quarterback who won't lose the game because they can run the ball effectively. I mean, Brees Hall had over a hundred yards Monday night. So I mean, again, like it seems like it's one of those teams where, you know, they they don't need a crazy star. They had Aaron Rodgers and everyone was like, okay, it's, they're going to give the, everyone went for their money at this point. It's like, just plug somebody in and pray to God, make them throw the ball 20 times. Like, Maybe we can make something happen here. But, of course, the running backs have to stay healthy, and that's a big question mark, too. Mm-hmm. And the offensive line has to stay healthy. Yeah. And that is the even bigger question mark. This, this offensive line was pretty bad, honestly. I mean, I know they won the game. They stepped up a little bit. They were pretty bad. You know, and Lakin Tomlinson was pretty terrible, too. In the guard position, that was scary to see because they traded for him, too, I think. Or maybe they signed him. I forget. They signed him. They signed him. But that was a pretty big signing. And it's just if it's not going to gel in the offensive line, they're in trouble. And the Bills, we, we should talk about the Bills for a second because they they are a really great team. And the Jets, I thought they were going to go down 30 to 30 to 10 once Rodgers went down. And I don't know, maybe the Bills let their guard down a little bit too. Because oh, it's Zach Wilson, you know, who cares? The Jets are defeated, and and then they just thought, oh, we can throw the ball way downfield. We can do whatever we want against the Jets. And it was kind of a little bit of reality check. Yeah, I just – it really is just uh, some th- – this is the Josh Allen experience. It is – we have a, a – I, I love what the, – there's a couple quotes that I heard about this game. One of them was um, – one of them was like both both the teams had an Achilles heel. One of them was a literal <laughs> Achilles heel. The other one <laughs> – the Bills Achilles heel though was just Josh Allen's decision making in this in this game and, yeah. and just yeah. trying to force things I mean, that that just aren't there. If you look back at all three of his interceptions, they were wide open receivers for first downs. None of them had to happen. He could run for any of them too. Like I mean, what do you, it's it's just it, at the point of when there is a a way to 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 take a to take a two possession lead when you have a one possession lead. What are you doing playing this hero ball? It's second and 12, and you yeah. just got to really have to just bomb it at the end zone when there's this 50-50 ball for Gabe Davis to go get. Like, it's just, come on. Just be smarter than this. Like, it's just rookie mistakes at this point that are completely avoidable. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. It's not like it's not like the Bills fan base is, like, turning on Josh Allen or anything, but it's yeah. Th- this was the first time where, like, we saw what happened with Diggs in the playoffs. Diggs went o- like off the Bills' offense was not clicking in that Bengals game. Allen was not really on his game. Something was not something was really off. 
and Diggs went over and was yelling at him. Like, what is wrong with you? Get your head in the game, all this stuff. I mean, th- this game, the same thing kind of happened, but Allen would throw a pick and 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 um and Diggs would walk over like like come on man we like we got this we got this get, get come on like in and, and this was the first time you're like oh my god like Diggs is the leader on this team not Josh at this point Josh is being selfish and and just putting himself before the team like there were there was another another really stupid moment where where um Josh is running on on like second down and he runs for a first down instead of going out of bounds he he turns back in and takes a hit from two linebackers. Mm-hmm. And you look back over, you look back over at McDermott and McDermott's going like this. He's pointing at his forehead. Like, come on, be smart, be smart. Mm-hmm. Three plays later, Josh Allen, it's third and 11. He tries to go run and hurdle two linebackers to get five yards on third and 11. Mm-hmm. Like, like, what are you doing? And that's why I was shocked. I mean, the past yeah. two years, Josh yeah. Allen's yeah, he makes those mistakes every once in a while, but who doesn't? Yeah. And you know, I just I think it was a weird, weird one a week one thing, honestly. But they I was really yeah. surprised at what was going down on the the offense. It's like just keep throwing a digs. I mean, every time they yeah. threw the digs, it seemed like it was working. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. But I mean the Jets defense is just sorry. No, I'll just say one more thing. That the um the Jets defense is just so good that that's not gonna work against them. But the, yeah. Allen gets this in his head that he can just do this and mm-hmm. it, it's going to, it would work against the Raiders this week. It would work against the commanders the following week. These are not these elite defense. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's work. It works when they play Houston last year. It works when yeah. they play Minnesota last year. It didn't work this time. It's right. just the Jets defense was top five last year. I was hoping they don't, I'm really hoping they don't regress and they had a good start uh, this game. I mean, we'll see. They got to stay healthy too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, Josh Allen w- had a really weird, just a really bad game because he, yeah, his decision making was terrible. Like, the, okay, the one that, w- what one was it? It was third, I, I can't remember. It was earlier in the game. I think it was his first interception. It's like, one third, was it's like that was actually like a good play. Yeah, it's third and 11. Yeah. You're going to punt anyway. So, all right, let's just take a shot downfield, see what happens. That I don't mind. But yeah, that the one um I think Adam, the one you're talking about, the the last one he threw. Where it's like it, was, yeah. guys double covered, he's trying to force it to the sidelines. It's like Alan, what are you doing? You can't throw there that. Were, Diggs and Kincaid were both open for first down. Yeah, and he tries to force it to Davis or something. It's like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah, so he really needs to corral his decision making. He needs to realize, like I, I it's funny, I was listening to um I believe Rich Eisen said this. Don't quote me on that, but I believe Richard answered this. One of the biggest things that these young quarterbacks like Mahomes, Allen, Lamar, Burrow, one of these things they need to learn is one of the most important weapons is throwing the ball away. Yeah. If there's nothing there, chuck it away. Because tell you what, Brady's completion percentage was not that great, but he never took unnecessary hits. He never forced balls. If it wasn't open, he's throwing that thing away. You just brought up the key name and shout out Rich Eisen. It's Patrick Mahomes because Mahomes has that big arm. Yeah. But he doesn't always launch it 50, 60 yards down the field. He's not afraid to take what the defense gives him. And then when he utilizes his legs, a la the Super Bowl, he slides. Because the worst thing that could happen to Josh Allen outside of his – 
bad decision making the other night. He's, he gets hurt on a play where you just tell him, no, go out of bounds, slide. They can't touch you if you do this stuff. Mm-hmm. Give yourself up. Instead of throwing, you know, these it's all about being smart and not forcing yourself into this stuff. And right now, the last two games we've witnessed of Josh Allen, it hasn't been pretty. I mean, dare but I it, say he single-handedly lost them those two games? Yeah, but it, it's well, every other I mean, game give the Bengals credit for the playoff game, too. Right. But, but this one, I think – it's every other game though that he's he's the reason they're winning though too. Yeah, like no, it's I know. Just, it's like they would the Bills wouldn't have scored that touchdown in this game if he didn't make that play and do that thing where he jumped over the line and all the stuff. Like because like if they if you put an average average NFL quarterback, let's talk the the base model, most boring quarterback in the league. Let's say. Um, not to throw somebody completely under the bus. Josh Dobbs. All right. If you put, put Josh Dobbs in that Bill's offense this week, he's not going to make those horrible decisions. He's They're going to run the ball very safely. They're going to creep down the field once or twice. You're not going to just throw picks, though. He's like four. You're not gonna throw t- four terrible picks in a row. Hmm. You're just gonna run the offense that's being told. He's gonna find some open receivers. I'm not sure they're gonna win either because it was still they're playing against a good defense. But you're not just gonna just just completely just throw the game away either. Mm-hmm. No, but but all we heard about from the Bills from the draft on was they got this guy Dalton Kincaid. He's a weapon. They have Dawson Knox. They have Gabe Davis. They have these other guys. And one of the things I think that could be very key for them throughout the year is when Stephon Diggs gets double covered, which is going to happen, get these other guys involved, and then you're not going to see Stephon Diggs double team. And then you'll have him in the one-on-ones that you really want. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if you get those – like, Knox, I think, was on the first drive. He hit him a couple of times. I don't think he hit him again. Nope. Yeah. I no. mean, the, the only thing I will say that, that was really positive, I, I thought the, I thought um, Dorsey did a lot more of what they need to be going towards than he did towards the end of last season. Like, they they got back to the screen game. They got back to the yak. I mean, that's what you should be doing with, with an offensive. Like, you bring in these guys like Hardy and, and James Cook, and you got – the two yeah. receiving tight ends now. It's like that's what you need to be going to. That's what they had with. That's what they had when when it was when it was Beasley and John Brown and mm-hmm. that off. You, use your short it. game as the as your run game, basically. Yeah, it was very nice as a someone who drafted Dalton Kincaid in a few leagues to see him kind yeah, of just too. blend in seamlessly. Yeah, which is kind of what I expected to happen, but you never know with tight ends; they can be so boomer bust sometimes. Yeah, oh, yeah. Tight end, you don't don't do anything. So that it's like four yeah. catches in first game is pretty. It's pretty something that's, at least. Yeah, that's. I mean, yeah. I was looking actually at tight ends this week in fantasy. Not many did great at all. Yeah. I mean, the yeah, highest scoring tight end got Fryer like ten Moose. points. Yeah, Fryermuth like, even got like zero. I saw. Yeah, I mean, I can pull up the list later because it was really funny how they did nothing this week. <laughs> yeah. 
Did anyone on the Pittsburgh Steelers do anything this week? No one on Pittsburgh oh, did anything. That's, that's actually true. I or actually just remembered the reason had, the tight ends were so bad. No Kelsey. <laughs> actually, you know what? I, I, I got to take back what I said. Fryermuth didn't get zero. He had zero all game, and then he caught it like a one-yard touchdown. <laughs> yes, that's it. He did. <laughs> Saved it right at the end. Oh, yeah, oh. Number one in fantasy points this week was Hunter Henry. Yeah. Yep. Mm. All right, we'll, we'll move on. Uh, there's also been the debate of grass versus turf in the wake of the Rodgers injuries. If anyone's got anything on that, otherwise we could just move you on. You know, let me just say on that, I don't think it contributed that much to this particular injury, but it's still a big deal, and I'm glad at least yeah. it comes to light because all these stadiums should have grass. It, it's crazy how the NFL tries to just kind of sweep it under the rug, like, oh, you know, this turf's fine. Just look at the statistics. I'm sorry. It's not a coincidence that this turf is, like, kills people. Like, it's just no way it's a coincidence. We're not that dumb. To go off of that, Tom, if if literally players, if all players from all teams around the league are saying this field is the worst field to play on, it might be the worst field to play on. I mean, I remember I I watched uh, the Kelsey podcast, what, uh, whatever, New Heights, and uh, Jason Kelsey was like, that field is 100% the worst field in the NFL. Yeah, People say, you know, when you walk on grass and you're running around on grass, you, your legs have more like, you can just do more. Your muscles have more like ability to stretch themselves. You can, you know, plant your feet better. Turf is so much harder to do that, and this turf is horrible. It was raining. He's thirty nine. Like it just it doesn't surprise me at all. And even though in this particular injury, I don't know if it it had that much to do with the turf, but the statistics just show that all turf, especially MetLife, is dangerous shit. I mean, yeah. All right. So, and David Bakhtiari was on the Rich Eisen show. I want to say Tuesday, talking about turf versus field and how the Players Association wants turf at every stadium. So hmm. there's that as well. All right. They do. All right. No, you, you've got something for us. Yes. Uh, and I believe Adam does as well. We've got some. Okay. It's one of my favorite things to do of the whole year. It's week one overreactions. Mm-hmm. I love doing these because week one, we all know week one is the craziest week in all. Greatest week of all time. It's the greatest. It's the craziest week of all time. Like, they're like, it's so funny because, like, I was talking to a friend of mine and we've, if we look at back at last year's week one, the Dallas Cowboys would have been one of the worst teams in the league. The Bengals would have been out of the playoffs. The Vikings would have run the table, you know, all this stuff. None of that happened. But it's just fun to look and just be like, all right, what do we think is an overreaction and what's not an overreaction? So I've got nine here. Some of them, I know they're probably going to be overreactions, but it's fun to just throw them out here. Yeah. So, Adam, let me start with you on this one. The Kansas City Chiefs need to trade for a wide receiver now. I say it's fair. I really think that's fair. I mean, they, 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 the way they were in that game, I mean, they would have – everyone kept being like, oh, they really, really missed Kelsey, which obviously they do. But they really, really missed even like Juju-level players. <laughs> they didn't have anybody that could catch I mean, Tony was horrible. I mean, no, nobody else was getting open. It was – it was that was pretty brutal. They just – they needed it. And it, it couldn't have looked any more like, oh, this is probably why they should have signed Hopkins if they could. But mm-hmm. no, they couldn't pull the money out of that to to do that kind of move. So you're going with non overreaction. <laughs> non overreaction, Mike. It's not an overreaction, 
By the way, Kadarius Tony learn to catch a football before you Jeez. recreate your Twitter account on, yelling at Giants. Yeah, fans. I saw that. I saw that. Like, like honestly, like cl- what? I was just saying, honestly, the Giants had the worst team performance, but Kadarius Tony had the worst individual performance. That was yeah, awful. Like, don't be a clown, man. But yeah, the Chiefs should have signed Hopkins or someone to help out because. Without Travis Kelsey, we saw what they were, mm-hmm. and that, that's a massive problem. Tom, definitely not an overreaction. I mean, I agree with the sentiment that if Travis Kelsey was there, they win, but that's still not good enough right now. Especially if they want to go back to the Super Bowl, they cannot go out there with just Travis Kelsey and a bunch of these random dudes. I mean, Marquez Valdez Scanling should not be the number one leading receiver on this team. That's horrible. At least Rasheed Rice caught a touchdown. The rookie did not look bad. That's a nice step in the right direction, but you need to win now currently. You yeah. can't rely on a rookie right now. Yeah, I mean, we had the upset, and, yeah, I mean, the Rice guy looked fine. But, um, yeah, I, I don't think this is an overreaction at all because they need to get somebody. Uh, you need to throw – like, I think you're. I think if you're the Chiefs, you're willing to throw a first-round pick out there and just be like, all right, who's willing to give us a good – to a decent to good wide receiver? Who's willing to do that? You know, you, you need to do something along those lines because that was that was atrocious. That was- if you could stay alive until around the trade deadline, see where a team like Tampa is, and maybe that's the Mike Evans deal you could swing. Yeah. Hmm. Hollywood Brown from the Cardinals. Yeah. You could do, do that. that. that was, I, don't, I don't think that's a bad option. All right. Mike, the cool. Dolphins offense is the predecessor to the greatest show on turf. They're the greatest show on, on <laughs> Earth. On oh, Earth boy. Uh, they're they're going to be that legendary. <laughs> I'm going to go that's a bit of an overreaction. Um, I, I love the offense. I love everything that occurred, for the most part, on, on Sunday. Um, but a couple of things. Tua is not Kurt Warner. <laughs> that's for one. Two, this offense doesn't have a Marshall Falk. And (laughs) it's great. It's fine. But uh, I think this is more what Mike McDaniel adjusted to after last year's Chargers game. It's an overreaction. They're not going to be the greatest show on turf. I said two, not not replacing it. No, I know. I get it. But they're not going to be. Tom? I'm gonna. I pretty much echo what Mike said. They are really fun to to watch. I think, and they're a great offense, but they won't be historically great. I think they'll be top five in the league, top ten in offensive yards. If Tua stays healthy, knock on wood, that's also a big part of this. They they yes. really need him. They need. I mean, him. I, I guess that to me is like the 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 caveat that we all know is there. You know. Yeah. Which is there for any team. <laughs> All right, Adam. Um, yeah, I would just say it's an overreaction too, but like, it, I mean, it's, it doesn't mean it's not really fun. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, no team has ever had this fast of, of two receivers before, like like this, that are both this productive. Um, but def, it, it's an overreaction at, at this point. But not saying they're not fun. Not saying they're not gonna be amazing. I, I'm going not an overreaction. I, this team was great last year until Tua got hurt. Like this team was going to be legendary even before 
or right before Tua got hurt. And they're just picking up right where they left off. Tyree Kill is the best receiver in the NFL, hands down. I, I, no doubt about it. Jalen Waddle is an A-tier number two. Could be a number one, I think, on 95% of the rest of the NFL. I know the running back's not the best, but they don't need it because they can just gunsling this ball everywhere they want to. I truly think this offense is going to go down as I think that 400 yards for Tua every week, get used to that. I think that's going to be a mark he's going to get close to every week. That, that's music to his ears for when they have to re-sign it. I mean, I, I really do think because this Tyreek Hill can get open against anybody. This was not a bad Charger defense, too. Like, Derwin James is out there. Khalil Max. Like, this was not a bad Charger defense. And this Dolphins offense, like, is taking them to school. I, I Like I said, I truly believe this offense is going to be really good. I think it'll be right up there with the greatest show on turf. I really, really do. Tom, mm-hmm. after Sunday night, Brian Dable's seat just got a little warm. It just got a little warm or a little warmer? Like, like, like a little warm, warmer, whatever you want to say. Oh, uh, I don't think I don't think so. I think that's that would be an overreaction because I just don't think it it had that much to do with the head. I mean, I mean, it's I mean the team is just horrible, but like, I don't know if I can say it's like fully warm yet because it's only it really was just one game against the Cowboys, and I think they're horrible, but. And I think he probably will be fired, but realistically, he deserves a little bit more time after just one blowout. <laughs> Adam? I mean, he just won coach of the year. It's not warm at all. It's ice cold. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, unless they're going to do that every week, then we can have a conversation. But this is that. Let, let's be real. So if they lose 40 to nothing this week, they got real issues. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I mean, think it got warmer, but definitely not warm. Yet. I mean, it got warmer from zero. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Point five. Five. <laughs> well, that's just all I meant. I just meant like it's a little warm now. It's like it's not ice cold so, anymore. I would say I agree that not an overreaction. It's warmed up a bit. Like that was pathetic enough that it lit a little bit of a match, I think. <laughs> uh, like, I, don't know. I think it's an overreaction. I think if anybody's seat is warm on the Giants. It's the guy wearing number eight. How? You just paid him. I didn't pay him nothing. They paid I know, him. but that's what I'm saying is that you just paid him, so you can't get rid of him. So Sure you can. You could just give him a bag of dimes. He loves those. He loves those. Also, why um, didn't they pull him from that I I they're lucky he didn't get hurt. I I was really watching that and I was like, this is gonna be the ultimate. Remember when um I mean um, Tom, you remember when mm-hmm. why was what when Mark Sanchez was in that preseason game? Like, oh my on. god, yeah. Like, Stupidity. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go non overreaction because I understand it's week one, I understand it's a division game, but you like nothing looked good on this team. This looked like a far cry from the Giants team that was last year. This offensive line looks like the worst in the league. This The receiving course is nothing. Guys were dropping balls. on And I get it's the rain. I get it. But you signed Aaron Waller. Now all of a sudden his hamstring's starting to flare back up again. You, you are dealing with a lot of stuff right now, and you can't come out like that. You can't come out doing nothing. Your kicker's missing kicks. Your offensive line cannot stop anybody they were they were treating the Giants offensive line the Cowboys were like a revolving door 
just getting through every single time. And it was, yeah, I, I think it got a little bit warmer. I don't think it's ice cold anymore. I think it's like, all right, you got to really impress. You got to really turn this around because this was that bad. That I, I still say this to this, to like say this, that was the absolute worst I've ever seen an NFL team play bar none. It was yeah, it, it really was irredeemable. It it, it just like everything was a, everything about it couldn't have been. I mean, they the commentators were really cracking me up the whole time. They're like, "Of course, and of course, he fumbled." Like, <laughs> well, it's like, did you you guys have seen that stat that like no no team has ever lost a turnover battle three to zero, lost forty to nothing, uh, had a mm. field goal blocked for a touchdown and all this stuff in the one season, and the Giants did it in one game. It really was that historically terrible of a game. I mean, it was that bad. All yeah, right. I, I mean, I, I said I went to, I went to a Bills Texans forty to nothing game. I don't know if it was last year, or it was the year before that, and it was a lot more competitive than that. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, you got right. in the red zone. Like, yeah. All right, <laughs> I'm gonna go first on this one. Uh, the only reason I wrote this one down is because you have a lot of stupid idiots online and a lot of stupid commentators co- saying this that the Bengals will not make the playoffs. That's the biggest overreaction I've ever heard in my life. The Bengals are going to be fine. <laughs> this is exactly what happened last year. Joe Burrow missed the preseason because of his uh, appendix. It took him a couple weeks, but once he got going, that offense was fine. The defense will be fine too. And this is the exact same thing. He has the hamstring pull. He misses the entire preseason, so it's going to take him a couple weeks to get going. He'll look a little rough, but he'll be fine. The Bengals are going to make the playoffs. They'll absolutely be fine. Adam? They'll be fine. Nope, no problem at all. Yeah, it's clear he overreaction. Pra- he didn't practice. It's exactly. Like, it's not overreaction. Yeah. Yeah. Tom? And it was pouring. Yeah. Uh, definitely an overreaction. They're going to be absolutely fine. I think 10 wins is still their, like, floor. And you know what? The Browns defense, I'll still give them credit. That was a dominating game. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Absolutely. Mike? Oh, the Bengals, they're fine. There's nothing wrong with them. I wouldn't want to be the Raven defense this week. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, Adam. Jordan Love and the Packers will win the NFC North. So I was, one of mine that I was going to throw out was, at, at a minimum, Jordan Love and the Packers are the second best team in that division. <laughs> And I'm I I'm not sure they're gonna win the division, but I think the second one I said is true at this point. <laughs> so for mine, oh, yeah. you're saying overreaction. For, I, I'm not gonna put them at the favorite spot just yet until I see them play against the Lions. So I'm I'll, I'll say it's an overreaction to say they're gonna win at this point just from one game against the Bears. I have several comments I will get into on the on the Bears later when we talk <laughs> my thing, but um. Yeah, I, I think it's a little bit of a reaction. They played really well, and Jordan Love was impressive. Okay. Mike? It's a little bit of an overreaction. I'm with Adam. I want to see them play the Lions. I want to see Jordan Love do it again before I sit here and say, um, yeah, how great he is. I'll give the Packer defense credit because the Packer defense was something that was abysmal last year, and they actually played pretty well on Sunday, so I'll give them credit for that. But to call them the favorite right now in the NFC North, I think is a bit of an overreaction. Tom? Yeah, I'm on the same train. I think they're just not favorites because Detroit is way better. And I think that'll be confirmed when Detroit beats them. 
But uh, yeah. other than that, they, they took some great steps. They look fine. Yeah, I'm I'm never seeing overreaction uh, as well. Uh, I don't really think this is this is a uh, team that's ready to go. Um, I think they looked impressive. I was very disappointed with the Bears. I thought they came out flat. Uh, so it's kind of the combination of that and Packers. I don't know exactly what the Packers are yet. But again, I will give Jordan Love his props. He looked very good. He looked calm, cool. He got the ball to Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson or Romeo Dobbs and the other receivers. And now they get Christian Watson back soon. So yeah, then this team could be much better than we all thought they would be. So some would say you're giving Jordan some love. I am giving Jordan some love. <laughs> uh, Mike, I love this one. Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson is washed. I, it's, I, it's not an overreaction. It's not. Russell Wilson stunk last year. He wasn't great Sunday against a Raider defense that was without Chandler Jones. I know it's one game, but I need to see Russell Wilson pull through for multiple before I say he's resurrected. Um, at least for week one, he wasn't. So, not an overreaction. Tom? Uh, I'm actually going to agree with Mike. I don't, I mean, I don't, I didn't expect him to just light up the fire on this week, but it was worse than I think I expected. I'm going to give him maybe a couple more weeks to see if maybe he can get back to his old self. Cause I mean, he is Russell Wilson. He has been great in his career, but he might just be washed. That might just be the word for it. Adam. Um, I'm going to say it's not an overreaction too. And I, I mean, they, they just they stunk. They stunk. Their, the offense isn't clicking, regardless of. I mean, this is now obviously two different offenses coming in and and trying this out with the same group of people. I mean, it's so early. It's it's hard to be like the Sean Payton thing doesn't work. But he gets like he's in reality he's going to be there for five years. He's going to be there longer than Russell Wilson is there at this rate. Um, yeah. But yeah. I don't know. I, I I actually want to jump in and do one of mine after after okay. you comment on it too because I had something with Russell Wilson too. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm I'm gonna say as of right now, it's a bit of an overreaction because I want to see Sean Payne actually get this offense like together and actually get it going, and then we'll see. If Russell Wilson still stinks after that, then it's over. But. It's one no, game. No, come back to us in about four weeks with the yeah. same question. Then we'll have a better. Yeah, come back to us in four, come back to me in four weeks, and I'll be like, okay, he improved or he didn't. Um, because mm. I, I I think we see this a lot of times when you get a new coach and a new offense, it takes a couple of weeks for it to get going. And so we'll see. We'll see if this happens. But I think as of right now, it's a bit an overreaction. All right, Adam, you said you had one. All right, this one. Um, Russell Wilson in this Broncos stretch is ruining his Hall of Fame chances, and he's going to go down like Dante Culpepper. Oh, <laughs> that is hilarious! Can I go first? Yes. <laughs> oh, overreaction! I don't think it's going to go that bad because he did have such a great career that I don't think he could ever not make the Hall of Fame at this rate. I do believe that, truly. Yeah, I'm going with overreaction, simply because like Culpepper, <laughs> Culpepper had like four good years. Russell Wilson had like eight. 
he had like eight really good years there and he won a Super Bowl. He went to multiple NFC title games. I think that's a bit of over overreaction. Like this would have to be a five year stretch where he just goes out there and sucks like this every single year, <laughs> I think, to ruin his Hall of Fame chances. I'm gonna say overreaction. Mike. This wouldn't be wouldn't be an overreaction. And Pete Carroll just handed the ball to Marshawn Lynch. Then we would have this conversation. Um yeah, it's probably a bit of an overreaction, but I gotta be honest with you, it's a really compelling argument. <laughs> right now, yeah, yeah he, he's not playing like a guy who should be wearing a gold jacket anytime soon. Yeah, it's, it's weird though because I don't think two bad years erase a no, it, amazing no, years. No, it doesn't. But it's just like, however yeah, no you gonna, view yeah. him in Seattle, now your view of him might totally be different based on the last. Year. I would definitely say I'll definitely say it's not as strong as it was, but I still think he's there. Yeah, it's it's not. Yeah, and yeah, no, that's a good point because it's like it's like if Matt Ryan's going to be considered, you're not going to be like, oh, well, I remember I'm him on the Colts. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's no. like it's like Emmett Smith on the Cardinals. We all just forget about it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Brett. Listen, I can't wait for the Nick Foles tour of uh, yeah. Super yeah. of the Hall thing. All right, uh, so he only has Super Bowl with the Jets too this year. Nick Foles. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, Tom, I'll go back to you with my next one. Speaking of the Seahawks, last year's Seahawks were a fluke. And they got – and they – what we saw on Sunday is who they really are. According to Adam, they are. I mean, honest to God, I they really could have been a fluke. We don't know that yet. I'm not – I don't really can't make a guess one way or another. I'm going to guess they might be because – I don't know. Maybe they just did get a little lucky last year because Geno Smith is their freaking quarterback. And I saw Geno Smith and I don't know. He was in some troubled Jets years. Well, I just don't think they're going to do that ever again. I'll just put it there. I don't think they're going to um, make the playoffs again. I'll say I'll say this, Tom. Adam, can you tell Tom how many wins you have yeah. the Yawks getting? Right. So we did the we did the <laughs> schedule predictor thing. I'm sad I wasn't there for that. We did so we did we did the schedule, and this was actually gonna be one of my questions that it, it, it is it an overreaction to say that I might be right. <laughs> my prediction. But so so what happened was we did the schedule prediction and I came out with the Rams being a wild card team with like ten oh, wins God. or something. And then Seattle went four and thirteen. And I didn't mean for it to be that mean on either uh -huh. side, but it happened. <laughs> but in the end, the Rams beat them pretty good. <laughs> so I will say this to you, Adam. I, I did do my picks, and I actually had the Seattle going five and twelve. Oh my yeah. god! See? <laughs> See? I uh, I pulled it up because I remember I was low on them. I had the Rams seven and ten, Seattle uh -huh. five and twelve, Cardinals four and thirteen. So you know who won that division, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> How did you have the Cardinals winning four games? Uh, good question. I had them beat the Seahawks in week 18. <laughs> um, okay, so Noah had just 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 so we're we're level in the playing field. Noah had the Chargers and the Saints go 15 and two. No, I had the, I had the Saints go 16 oh and one. Oh, 16 and one. I'm looking at it now just so I can put mine in. The, I charged that I, eight and nine. <laughs> yeah, I, this okay. The Charger won. <laughs> Not the not still the Saints one. The Saints one. I'm not defending at all because 
It's like Adam, Adam. Remember how you said you're just like I don't know how this happened. It just somehow yeah. happened. See, that was the Seahawks one. The Seahawks one. I was like, I was like every every one of the the games that were like in between two, I just went against Seattle. For, yeah, for every game that was in between the Saints and somebody else, I just went to the Saints. And I'm like, I looked up and I went, how did I have him go 16 and one? But I looked up and I'm like, I think that's right. But all right. Um, <laughs> as far as the Seahawks go, I think it's an overreaction. Because the thing we always talk about is week one's always weird and division games are always weird because you know that opponent in and out. You know exactly what they're going to do. You can have a game plan ready to go. I Do I think Seattle's going to be 12-5 and five and as good as last year? No, but I still think they're around 9-10 wins. So, Mike, what do you think? I think it's an overreaction. I think Seattle will be fine. I think it says more about the Rams. And yeah. maybe we underestimated the Rams than the Seattle. I, I would definitely agree with that. Um, I think we already talked about this one. Jets season's over. I think we all agree it's not an overreaction. I don't know what you're talking uh, about. They got 17 more games. Yeah. <laughs> and do I think they can maybe pull out a third wild card? Yes, but it's Zach Wilson has to just be real much better. That's really it. Okay. Adam, this one, this one, I, I kind of went for a way off the wall one, but I thought about this, and maybe this could happen at some point in the season if he plays like like he did against the Jets, maybe in a half. Josh Allen at some point gets benched for like a quarter. No. Nope. No way. Yeah. Not gonna happen. This is not gonna happen. <laughs> I just didn't know because I know sometimes we, you know, there are those games where a guy's just playing super bad, and you're just like, all right, just. Go sit down, refresh, and and like think about next week or something. Honest, I like like this is part of me saying this is being hopeful, and part but part of it is like just in reality. I think they're just gonna just kill the Raiders and the the Commanders the next two weeks, and against any then they're gonna play the Dolphins. And he's in win or lose, he's just he always plays really well against them. So it's just okay. Yeah, I mean Adam or Tom and Mike, do you guys agree with that? Yeah, he ain't getting. I mean, I mean, I mean, the other thing to mention, like the Jets' defense is the best defense they're going to play the entire season, except for maybe the Cowboys. That's the only one I was thinking of. Like maybe Cowboys yeah. probably better. Yeah, wow, the disrespect to the Commander team. defense. <laughs> they gave um, sixteen yeah, points to the Cardinals. The only re- the only reason I thought of that one is because, like, I again, I know this has happened before, and we just saw it happen this past week with Burrow. You know, like you're losing so bad that it's like, you know, all right, just go sit down. Well, you, and a you, blowout, it makes sense, but that's what I meant. Just at some point, Daniel Jones, you have to wait until one yeah, minute to put Tyrod in. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you get for doing what you did. You're not going to run laps, you're just going to take your hits. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Those were my overreactions. All right. Um, you have oh. some. Apparently. Oh, yeah. I have a few more. Um, all right, this is the final run of this Vikings team. Like, Nine. as in, like, as in, like, O'Connell's probably gone after this year. Cousins is gone. They're gonna just tear the whole thing down. I don't think that's an overreaction at all. I think this Vikings team is not good, and I think we saw it on Sunday. And yeah, they they either need to really re- return this thing around. They're not going to against on Thursday. Because it's prime time, and we know what happens to good old Kirky boy on on prime time. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think it's an overreaction at all. Okay, yeah, can I do this as like a partial overreaction? 
because there, there's part of this that I want to correct, because I agree with the part on Cousins being gone. I don't think he's that there next year. Can you really fire O'Connell unless it's really that bad of a year? I mean, if they go to if they if they miss the playoffs and go like you six know win six, six, six argument's sake, they're eight and nine. You know, probably not. I, probably not. But if it's like six and eleven, five and twelve, I mean, after you just won the division, I just have a hard time with it. Cousins, I agree. With that. I don't think he's coming back. So I guess I I partially. It's a partial overreaction, but it's partially not an overreaction. Okay. <clears throat> Tom, do you have yeah, anything? I think it is a, a not an overreaction. I think that this thing could end up blown up by the end of the year. I had them, I have my thing up. I had them go seven and ten, second place in the north. That could that's a tough decision, but I would maybe blow it up. I don't know. Tough, tough choice. All right. I, I I don't think it's an overreaction, but I mean, like O'Connell might not get fired, as Mike's saying, but like this is probably it for if if, if they can move on from Cousins after the season, they're it, going it, to. It probably makes sense too. I mean, just just draft over again and just like they got so many old. old I mean, the defense is is get the point. It's just like it's random scrubs and it's old. High paid guys. Well, that's what I said. That's what's going to be their downfall all year. Is that defense is not good. Yeah. So. So. Um. All right. My next one is we saw the most boring, probably the most boring, forgettable game of the weekend was Saints and Titans. Those <laughs> are the most boring teams in the league. Um. Well, okay, quick question. When you say boring, do you mean bad or just boring? Boring is in if any if you can watch any team in the league on a Thursday night football and you have to sit through it and they're going to let's say they're all going to play against the same team, are they the two you'd least want to watch or was that game I, just a mixture of those two things? Okay, I'll say this. In term, it's another partial one, like Mike said. In terms of the Titans, it's not an overreaction. I think that team is super boring. You guys know I did not buy. I'm not buying into them this year. Tannehill stunk. Um, I'm I'm gonna say not an overreaction on them. In terms of the Saints, I'm gonna say it's a bit of an overreaction because while the overall game for them wasn't the best, I think they at least had a couple of. You know, Derek Carr got a couple of big plays down the field. Uh, once they get Kamara back after his three-game suspension, I think that really will invigorate the offense. Um, so I think with Olave, I think Thomas showed that he might not be back to form, but I definitely think he's in a way better shape than he was, say, last year. So I think that team will get a bit more exciting as the year goes on. So I'll say for the Titans, it's, no, it's not an overreaction. For the Saints, it is. Yeah. Yeah, the Titans are boring. Titans have been boring. Um, so yeah, that, that one's not an overreaction. The Saints, I, I don't, I think the Saints is an overreaction mainly because Kamara's not there. I think Kamara provides a huge element to that offense along with Thomas Olave. Now they have a real quarterback out there. Sorry, famous Jameis. And they also have the Taysom Hill element, which is yeah something that's always interesting. 
Um, not that much of an overreaction. I mean, there might be a more boring team, but I can't really name one off the top of my head. The Cardinals are boring. I mean, just look at the scores of all their games. It's always like 16 to 14, like 16 to 15. Like, just dumb, boring scores. You're like, oh, that game, I didn't miss anything. Like, that. that's kind of the deal. But I will say give the Saints some time with Derek Carr here. I think they might actually be all right. But uh, we'll have to see. Next week, I saw Monday night. There, it's the Saints and like Panthers. I think that's That'll probably going to be. Eh. Mm-hmm. I could live without that. Yeah. <laughs> I can live without Brown Steel. Both Monday night games are kind of eh. Well, that's why they put oh, them at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What is that about? Too no, it, no. Well, one's they, an hour earlier. Yeah, they kind of oh, did that man. last year, but they had the Bills game start at seven. Then the and next had, one looked like, and then and Vikings had, Eagles was the second one. Was like both of them were, both of them were dirty. I oh, yeah, never both of them were awful because the Eagles. Anyway. Yeah, I remember because the Eagles killed the Vikings and the, the and Bills killed the, the Titans. Yeah. No. Um. All right. I I think I got I got about two or three more potentially. All right. One of them was, um, we've. From from what we've seen in in him in New England, and then him in his first season as the Chargers, and then is him with the second season of the Chargers, starting with this game against Tyreek Hill, is J.C. Jackson the most overrated player, overrated, overplayed pit player in the NFL? I, I'm gonna okay, I'm gonna say not an overreaction. I think because you cannot judge anybody against Tyreek Hill because. I just said that guy's the best receiver in the league, and that guy's a freak of nature. And he got a pick on two, if I'm not mistaken, did he? He could have. I believe I, he, he got did, the pick. I believe he got the only pick of two on I'll, that I'll game. I'll look it up. He so, did, but he um he was the one, but he 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 picked it off in the end zone and then ran out to like the three yard line. Oh, tackle. that wasn't <laughs> that wasn't smart. So, but I, I, I'm gonna go non overreaction simply because again, trying to. It's like back in the day, if you judge someone on Jerry Rice, like what are you supposed to do? Like it's it's just not it's not fair. Um, mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill's the best receiver in the NFL. He just gets open, so I'm gonna say it's not an over, or it's gonna say it's overreaction. Overrated, massive overreaction. This guy helped the Dolphins win. Why would I belittle this guy? For halftime, that's the difference in the game. This is a massive overreaction. Also, this is a league where Daniel Jones just got paid a lot. Of yeah, money. <laughs> yeah. <a> quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I could probably, if you give me time, I could think of someone more overrated, but uh, he's definitely overrated in, in the general sense. He's, I mean. he's, the, he's the Trumaine Johnson of a new generation. Oh, God, don't bring that <laughs> name up. Crap. Let that name die in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I didn't. That sounded way worse than it had to be. I hope you're doing all right, Trumaine. No, you don't. <laughs> yeah, I really don't. I hope. I hope you had to take on a job to support yourself because that money you stole it. You don't deserve it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. um, The Steelers will be okay. That game was just how good the Niners really are, not how bad the Steelers are. Oh, I Steelers are not going to be okay. (laughs) I I, I think it's, I don't think it's an overreaction. I'm with Tom. I I don't think the Steelers are good. I think Pickett's going to take a big step backwards. I think this offense is just kind of meh. 
And I think that defense got exposed. I mean, TJ Watt's good, but I don't know. I, I think that's a precursor of what the Steelers are. I didn't buy into them this year, and I I still don't buy them. I'm going to say not an overreaction. Not an overreaction. I told you a couple of weeks ago when we did bold predictions, this is Mike Tomlin's first losing season. Yeah. I, I feel feel that way. I don't think they're better than any one of the three teams in their own division. Not after what Cleveland did. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, it's going to be interesting. That's why I think the Brown Steelers might be interesting. It's, it's, it's like a test of like, okay, well, Cleveland, this has been their demon forever. Can, yeah. they, can they beat them? And can the Steelers bounce back? Because yeah. this is a team they've owned forever. You know, yeah. I mean, unless unless Pittsburgh comes out and really shows me something on Monday night, I'm gonna say not an overreaction. Yeah, definitely not an overreaction. They looked scary. And and Mike, I, I mean, I've kind of been agreement. This was the first year where I confidently said, yeah, the streak is over. It's done. There, they're just not good. They're, they the defense feels like it's got two guys on it. And didn't Cam uh, Hayward? Isn't he just got hurt? Yeah, he's hurt for the groin surgery. He's gonna be out. He's gonna be out so, for the like, year. good luck with this team. This really is the end of a of this great streak and era. I picked them to go five and twelve, by the way. So yeah, like, I have this, the, I I have the six the and end. eleven. And I don't. I wanted to give Kenny Pickett benefit of the doubt. He really had a great college career, but I think they're gonna sour on him pretty fast. I really believe that too. The only, I mean, at least George Pickens is great. That's all I can say. Yeah. This means absolutely nothing to anyone, but um. I cannot express how how bad it is to play as Kenny Pickett in the new Madden. He is the least <laughs> like he can't. It, it's like it's like when when you used to have to play as like Trent Edwards. Like he can, oh he can throw all, he can only throw twenty five yards. Um, everything's off and he can't run. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that sounds horrible. Yep. So go do Build it. The picket fence around him. Yep. Um and I have I have one more and then this one's gonna be a larger discussion. Um Justin Fields is a bust and the Bears still suck. Okay. I, I don't think it's an overreaction at all. I'm done with it. I think they stink. Fields hit like I've been waiting for him to take the next step this entire time. It's year three. It's 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 time to to prove it. You're at home. Season opener, you had all this time to prepare against a defense you already know how to play against, all this stuff, and you get you, you completely flat, disappointing, horrible. I hmm. I'm gonna say overreaction. I mean, it's week one, it's a division game. We know how weird these are. I mean, I can remember. I mean, last year we saw the Eagles be ten and zero go into Washington and they lost, and Jalen Hurts looked horrible. I, Wasn't that I'm, game in Philly? I'm sorry. No, you're right. It was in Philly. They host him at home, and he looked awful. I, I can't, I can't make an, an, a judgment on Fields just yet until I see it like six weeks into the season. If he's still this six weeks in, I will say yes, he's a bust. Pull the plug. But I can't say confidently that. Oh yeah, this is this is him the whole year. The way the way you're talking about Adam with how the Bears should have been, you could say that about the Packers. They they probably knew exactly what to do with Justin Fields. They no, spent the whole yeah. weeks ahead. So I'm gonna say an overreaction for now. If it, if it's still this by midweek by midseason, then yeah, I'll agree. Yeah, I I totally get that, but it's it's kind of just um, 
was like, I, I kind of forgot what I was going to say, but, but he, he's getting to the point with me where like people are just defending him and saying, Oh, he's got all this rushing yards. He's got all this, this, like all this pizzazz and stuff. And it's like, all right, well, at what point are you just the garbage time, the new garbage time monster? You're Blake Bortles' first three years. Right. Of like, yeah. Blake Bortles bad. went to an AFC title game. Let's not get disrespectful. But, but the stats look pretty good. He's he's worth a contract. It's like, all right. But, like, all of it was garbage time, and he sucked, and mm. they lost most of those games. Yeah, this is the other part. Oh, go ahead, Tom. <laughs> Oh my um I mean Justin Fields, this is the make or break year for Justin Fields. We were I think you can absolutely definitively say whether he's a bust or not at some point during this season. I don't know if it's after week one, but the scale is trending towards a bust. He just I, yeah, he I get it, he's got some explosive rush. That that's not gonna be enough. The other thing that's not helping him is that his team stinks. I mean the Bears stink. The, the, He's in a really, really bad spot to be, and it's just not going to work out. It's, it is reminding me a little bit of Sam Darnold. Bad spot to be, not much around you. You got something to you, but you're gonna, you're kind of a bust. But everyone's kind of holding on to some hope that, oh yeah, you know, he's got potential. It'll work itself out. I'm starting to think he's going to be a bust, and it's just another Ohio State quarterback swept away. I mean, seriously. <laughs> I'm not afraid to say – I'm not going to say he's a bust yet, but I'll go with the second one. That game was there for the Bears. This was the game yeah. a lot of us – all three of us took the Bears at home to beat a team that didn't have a quarterback that owned you, and you got owned. Mm-hmm. That's not, not a good thing. Yeah. I mean – I think that there's, I mean, this is another p- potential overreaction. Like, but if you're going down that track of like, all right, it's the prove a year for Justin Fields. They don't even, they don't take any step forward. They, they win five games instead of two or whatever they won last year. They were the first overall pick. Like, at what point do you step and say, hey, we should have taken Bryce Young and done that trade that we've, everyone was throwing around? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I mean it- Everything's going to be better in hindsight. Everything's going to look good yeah. in hindsight, but we'll see. I mean, I, I still think he needs because, – because, again, we talked about this – I talked about this last year. Like, if we looked at last year, I think it was uh, – look, look look at Lawrence's first year. Everyone thought the hype was dead. Everyone thought, oh, my God, it's over. He's not – Wait a second. Product. Wait a second. Wow. Put, I know put that with the great assault. But, okay, Suburban but, Urban, but, who was paying for a grinder at the right, club. Right, right, right. But I can make the same argument for Fields because he had Matt Nagy. No, I, 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 I didn't say anything negative about Fields. I'm just, yeah, I'm just saying. But, like, <laughs> I think it's the same type of situation. They were really bad, but they didn't have great coaches. And I, let's see how this works. If it, Like I said, if he's still struggling by, like, week six, then, okay, yeah, I'm off the, I'm off the bandwagon. But. Not right now. I would just be so disheartened if I was a Bears fan. And I'm just like, you had that offseason. You had the number one overall pick. How much better did we really get? We we signed Tremaine Edmonds. We signed DJ. We got DJ Moore in that trade. We got a couple draft picks. Well, that yeah, that was know. that was upsetting. DJ Moore should have done more. And Don't like what did it make? It. What did it make out of it? Like Edmonds is just gonna be the the quarterback of the defense but what does that really mean if you just stink yeah like he probably regrets going there already (laughs) probably 
Well, unless he only cares about money. Unless he only cares about money. <laughs> <laughs> and he works case, hard for the money. So hard for the money. <laughs> All right. Um, one other quick thing, and then we'll get into picks. Because, well, Tom, we did make a change to the picks. We will explain in a second. Uh, okay. uh, very quickly, the most impressive win of week one belongs to... I mean, it's to me, it's easy. It's got to be the Lions. You go yeah, into Arrowhead, lot. defeat the defending Super Bowl champions with Patrick Mahomes. I know – and here's the thing. I know no Kelsey. I know no Chris Jones. But you went into Arrowhead and you beat the Chiefs. That's impressive in of itself. I'll say the Lions. Um, I'll give a random other one just as an honorable mention. No one's going to give him any credit at all, but this is the only time this whole season I'm going to be able to do it probably. It, I'm just going to say Baker Mayfield, good job. I mean, no one no one picked you at all. No <laughs> one gave you true. any credit coming into the season. You outplayed You outplayed what we thought was a the favorite in that game. I mean, they were big favorites going in. So, hmm. um, yeah. My honorable mention, Noah, you'll like this. The Cowboys, just because the win was so decisive, that was just, yeah, like, impressive as hell. Like, the fact that they never let up and just, like, yeah. made that stadium cry. Like, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's so funny because uh, there's a guy I love on YouTube who does, like, Bust Anonymous for fantasy football. And he, he looks at Dak and he goes, like, I mean, you're here only because you didn't have to do anything. <laughs> Yeah, because that yeah. game was over by the time that. Um, but yeah, this I was gonna do an overreaction for this, but I mean, this defense, man. If this is the defense all year, this defense is something special. Uh, yeah, just to be different from Detroit, I'm gonna say Cleveland. That, that would they be a fair about. option too. That yeah. was a big one. Mm-hmm. All so, right. So you want me to explain to Tom what the new rules are? Yeah, and then I'll go over how All right. the three of us did last All week. Right. So, Tom, oh, what we're going to do now is <laughs> every – when you would do picks, every single correct prediction is worth one point. Okay. And if you're wrong, it's zero points. However, your lock is worth three points, but Ooh. if you get it wrong, you lose three points. So, it's like you're kind of gambling on that one game. Ah, Okay, that's cool. So if so, if you say like okay, Ravens are going to beat the Texans, but then the Texans win, you lose three points. So that way, it's it's kind of a thing of a bit more uh of a, of a gambling aspect to this. So and you really can only use your lock once too. Yeah, gonna, yeah, you can only use your lock once. So like last week, I used San Francisco. We'll actually keep track of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm marking them down now. Okay. Some, some, right. some dumb right, idiot picks and pick Kirk Cousins. So it gives you some incentive to like try to. It gives you some. It gets some more stakes to this. Yeah, yeah. I like so, it. All right. So last week, Tom wasn't here, but Adam, you won eleven. You had eleven correct answers, but you got your lock wrong. Yeah. So I guess that leaves him at eight points. If I'm doing yeah, the so it would leave him at eight points if he got eleven correct predictions, but then he got the 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 lock wrong, so he's go down goes down to eight. All right, so Noah, you went eight and eight, but you got the lock. That would mean 11, 11. points. I went nine nine and seven. I got the lock right, so I, I would leave the way with 12. So I have Boom. so you have 12 points. I have 11 points. Adam has eight. And Tom is at goose egg. Is that goose egg? Take that, oh. Tom. <laughs> All right. Uh, Vikings-Eagles is the Thursday night game. Noah's taking the Vikings. 
No, I'm, uh, no, obviously not. I'm 100 taking the Eagles. It's the Vikings. <laughs> that sounds like a lot. The that Vikings. Like no, the Vikings did not look impressive, and it's and it's Kirk Cousins in prime time. No freaking way. Yeah, I'm gonna go the Eagles, and I, I would have thought about it for the lock, except the Eagles weren't that impressive either last week. They That's the thing. Yeah. So I'm gonna just take. I'm not worried. I wouldn't be worried if I were them at all. But mm-hmm. it's, it, I'm going Philly. All yeah. right, Philly Raiders Bills. Bills. Bills all the way. This is this is them redeeming themselves. This is the get right game. Yeah, yeah Bills. Okay. Ravens Bengals. I'm gonna go Bengals because I think it's a bounce back game, and the Ravens, although they beat the Texans, they were not impressive. Um. I think they split anyway, so I'll go Bengals when at home. I'm gonna go Bengals. I don't really know why, but I just they they've they've went in there and just knocked the floor out of them. You know, like in the past couple years. This is how it's been the last like three years. Ravens or Bengals crushed the Ravens. Yeah. Steelers crushed the Bengals. Steelers or Steelers crushed the Bengals. Bengals crushed the or Browns Browns crushed crushed the Bengals too. Browns crushed the Bengals. (laughs) Yeah. But the Ravens never lose to the Browns. Yeah, it's like it's like the oh, no. it's like this vicious circle of you know the circle of the AFC. I mean, North. I'll never get was it last year or two years ago where they where Bengals went in and it was like forty one to ten or something. Yeah, yeah. Right. Tom, uh, I'm in agreement with the Bengals just because I guess they're at home and yeah they need to get back on track. All right, Chiefs Jags. I'm gonna go upset. I'm gonna go Jags. I, I think even with Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones back, I still think that I don't think it's enough. I think the Jaguars looked really impressive last week. I'm going to go the Chiefs. I'm just going to pick the Chiefs every week. <laughs> uh, I will take the Chiefs too because I think Kelsey is that difference maker again. Yeah, I, I'm going to take the Chiefs also. Tyking. Uh Chargers, Titans. Chargers. Chargers. I mean, yeah, they lost. The they lost to the Dolphins, but they they also put up thirty four points. Yeah. Okay. Seahawks, Lions, Lions. Seahawks are zero and two. They're on their on their way to four and thirteen. <laughs> I'll go. I'll, I'll go Lions. Lions. I'll go Lions as well. Yeah, I like the Lions, and with the points too, it's only four points right now. Oh. I'm going to take the Seahawks. Oh, you just killed my narrative. Mainly the spite Adam. (laughs) I mean, they beat them last year, and that's why that was the tiebreaker that was for the the wild card in the year. Yep. Oh, so the Lions are going to be very angry. Yeah. And the most exciting game of the week, the Colts play the Texans. Did the 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 Seahawk birds? I know they're I know they're fictional animals, but would they have kneecaps? <laughs> they do not. They might as well. Um, I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna definitely gonna go. Colts. Colts at least showed something impressive last week. I'm gonna go Texans. Actually, I don't really know why, but you know, their de- I, the defense was was relatively impressive against the. Um, against the Ravens. I mean, I mean Will Anderson looks like a stud. Yeah, 
I mean, in both both rookie quarterbacks look okay. I think they're just going to split on the season, so I'll give it to the home team. Uh, give me the Texans too. Actually, they're at home. It's really close. This is a coin flip, but uh, they're I think because they're at home and the Texans did some good things against the Ravens last week. The score is a little misleading with that game. I mean, Lamar yeah, did nothing. Take, I'll take Houston as well. Uh, in Adam's favorite game of the week. Baker Mayfield against Justin Fields. <laughs> oh, the Bucks two and zero. I'll take Tampa Bay as well. They, they no, Baker, ba- that. Ba- Baker, <laughs> Baker did impress me last week. I, I'm, I'm gonna go Bucks. Bucks too. I'm just picking them because they're at home. There. I mean, actually, yeah, the Bears stink. What am I saying? All Bucks. right, and the second most exciting game of the week. Uh, Giants Cardinals. I'm gonna say oh. Cardinals. <laughs> oh no! I mean, come on! You gotta tell me the Cardinals only showed something last week. The Commander. <laughs> the, oh. At least it's something. I the, the I gotta go Cardinals. They're at home. Oh, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Well. Um, no, I'm going to go. Gonna... <laughs> I don't think it's that easy, man. I don't think it's that obvious. I got to go Giants. I just, they're going to, you have, you're playing the worst team in the league. You, if you're not going to redeem yourself, then we can talk about his, his seat being from one degree to, to 20 degrees. <laughs> I mean, I'll agree, no, it's not that obvious, but I feel like the Giants have got to win. I mean, if they don't, yeah, maybe we'll turn that degree up. Like the match is lit because how the hell would you lose to Josh Dobbs? All right, Broncos Commanders. I'm gonna go Commanders. They, I'm gonna, yeah. Sam Howell actually played decent. Like Dark. he played decently. What a turd this game is. <laughs> yeah, this is a nightmare. <laughs> a nightmare game. <laughs> Sam Howell, Russell Wilson. God help us. Look. Where's the game? Denver. Denver. Oh, even worse. Um. All right, I'm gonna go Denver, just because it's at home. I, I had no other reason other than that. I don't. This is an awful game. I gotta say, I wanted to pick the Commanders, but yeah, being in Denver, I don't know. I feel like I don't know who traveled to Denver and does great all. Like I feel like they it's the Raiders. Yeah, it, I feel like it's tough for the East Coast teams to go into Denver. I don't know. Maybe I'm overstating it. So give me the Broncos, but this is yeah, I wish I didn't have to pick this game. <laughs> it's awful game. Uh, I'll I'll take Denver as well. Uh Sunday night page uh Dolphins Patriots. I'm gonna go Dolphins. Dolphins easy. Yeah, Dolphins. You're... You think this is easy. Patriots are wearing the throwbacks, so that's hard. Uh, Mike, I we think you missed. I think it missed two. You missed two games in the in the afternoon slot. I don't know if it's going on. Oh, I missed Packers Falcons. Yeah, you missed three. You missed Packers Falcons, Niners Rams, and Jets Cowboys. Uh, I wasn't done. Uh, I wasn't done. I'm well, just I thought, well, no, because I thought you were you're already on Sunday night, so I thought you had. I thought you had skipped. No, it like no. You wanted to do his Dolphins. No, I jumped around on the screen to make sure I get everything. Oh, okay, okay, my bad. Oh, I'm okay. sorry. Well, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go. 
Oh, that's an interesting game. Wait, which, one, which one are we doing first? Packers, Dolphins, Packers stuff? Falcons, I think. I already wrote those down, so go oh, Packers, okay. Falcons. Uh, I'll, you know what? I think the Falcons showed me something last week. I think the run game – actually, no, I don't – God, I don't know. This is your problem. Me- you want to jump to these games. You can't even make a decision. You're no. trying to rush me, yet you don't even know what you're going to do. Give what, me Packers. What is that? That's on you, man. I knew All right. All right. I'll just I'll just go away after this, okay? I'll, I'll just go. Uh, give me Packers. This is the Brett Favre Bowl. <laughs> you think he's going to watch? <laughs> No, from prison, Adam. I don't think from so. Prison. Um, I'm gonna go the Packers because Brett Favre was better for the Packers than the, for the Falcons, <laughs> and also, <laughs> and also the Falcons were another one of those teams I should have mentioned as the most boring. I mean, B. John was was great, but other than that, that's all they got. The run got, game is cool. They got Drake London, like second year. Top ten receiver getting no catches and and you know first first full after the first full offseason with their with their rookie quarterback like that's horrible. Tom, uh, this is really hard. But my gut for some reason is saying Falcons. I don't know. I maybe they just pull it off. I don't know. I mean, Packers are favored on the road. That should tell you. That should be telling me something. But go Falcons, I guess. By the way, no, just because I didn't say it, I'm just presuming nobody here has got the guts to take Zach Wilson and the Jets. Well, I, well, I, I just wanted to say Cowboys are my lock. Okay. Mm. I'm still deciding my luck. But, yeah, I'm I'll going go. Cowboys over Jets, I, 100%. I, I'll chime in, though. I think that spread of 10.5 is just rude. I think it's going to be a very low-scoring game, and the Jets might not lose by 10. Over Six 10 three. points. Mm-hmm. All right. Then we got the Monday night double header, Saints, Panthers, and Browns, Steelers. Give me Saints and Browns. Um, give me Panthers and Steelers. Really? Okay. Give me yeah. Saints and Browns. <laughs> um, and I decided for my luck, I'm gonna. I, because I want to save the Cowboys for when they play the Cardinals next week, um, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna do the Bills this week. And what do we all do? We all do Niners Rams. Oh, Niners Rams. I'm, I'm going Niners. Oh, I'm going Niners too. Yeah, Niners. And my lock will be the Bills. Tom is also taking the Bills. No, you said Dallas. I'll take Dallas over the Jets. Yeah. You know what? The Niners own the Rams, so I'm going to take the Niners. Okay. But I, I will say this, because, Tom, I think the number's eight. I'd be cautiously optimistic if I bet the Rams number. Uh, okay. Yeah, the, I will say that the Niners last week, we did, I, did, I don't know if we mentioned them as for the most impressive win, but that was up there. That was, yeah. Yeah, very <laughs> impressive. I was. I would have mentioned that actually over the over the, the bucks that I said. <laughs> Listen, I'll say this: I wonder if Noah's boy Brock showed if he's pretty good last week. Hmm. Look, I got I got swept up in the media storm and I got pulled into it. <laughs> wow! That's what you get for working as a meteorologist? You get swept up in storms all the time. <laughs> 
Mike, the yeah, second a tornado hits my town, I'm gonna I'm gonna email, I'm gonna like send it to you and be like, you bastard. <laughs> All right. That'll do for this edition of the Shroud Podcast here on Sports and 70 Network. Check out this podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, Google, Spotify, wherever. Check out the website, www.thesportsinsanitynetwork.com for great blogs, vlogs, planes, trains, and automobiles. And for Noah Trembley, head and reader Tom Roosis, I'm Mike Griffin. Thank you for listening to the Wishbone Shotgun Podcast. Enjoy the second week of football, everybody. Have a good one.